Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Movie Shed Podcast. I am, of course, your cinema-loving, shed-dwelling host, Mike. Oh, man. Another day, another revisit of podcast episodes past. This time, it's about historical accuracy in films and my change of mind on the subject. Oh, gone are the days when all my episodes had something interesting instead of me going retreading old ground. But here we go. When I did the original episode way back when, my thoughts were that historical film should strive for historical accuracy. Seems like a reasonable stance to take, right? I mean, you're basing this on a historical period. Wouldn't you want to be true to that particular period? Well, after a lot of thought, I've come to a different conclusion. If you're making a historical documentary, then you must, in my estimation, strive for historical accuracy. However, if you want to make a piece of entertainment, then historical accuracy is not really necessary. Now, I came to this conclusion after watching a little of a show from Netflix, I believe, called Bridgerton. And no, I did not care for it, so this isn't a change of mind because I like the show. No, my change of mind came when I went through my book collection. I gave a lot of leeway to authors using anachronistic items in their stories, and yet I wasn't giving directors the same leeway. Now, how, did this, how does this tie into me watching Bridgerton and changing my mind? Well, the show is based on a book in which the author does a bit of historical fiction to tell their story. Now, if I'm fine with authors doing this, then why am I not when directors do it? Well, after this question started swirling around in my head, I came to the conclusion that, you know, if I'm willing to give authors so much leeway, then I should give directors the same leeway when it comes to historical accuracy. It is amazing, isn't it? After watching a show that I found vapid and flat, that I would gain a new perspective on the historical accuracy in films. Hmm. And no, I'm not going to uh, do a review of Bridgerton because, again, well, I didn't see all of it and of the episodes I watched because, well, I share a room with my wife who was watching it and I couldn't escape. I didn't much care for what I was, what I saw. So, in all fairness, I'm not going to do a review. I haven't actually seen the whole thing. But what it did do was give me that new perspective. It is amazing. I was willing to give that kind of leeway to various book authors when they would twist and change various historical aspects. And yet, I wasn't willing to do that for directors. Why is that, I wonder? I suppose, if I were to pin it down, 
I was willing to give it to authors because it's the written word. As you're reading it, you're filling in the details with your head of the particular period. And so everything rather, instead of these small anachronistic changes that were made by the author, everything else is historically accurate in your head if you're, you know, a big history buff. Whereas with movies or TV shows, those same things, those same things that you would see if it were perhaps a, uh, historic, a historical drama, for example, you immediately see the historical inaccuracies. And you hear them as they speak. And you, you know, it's very much an audiovisual media. Whereas it's a, where books are, of course, the much more cerebral. Not so much because you have to be intelligent, but it's because everything takes place in your head. The greatest processor on the planet. I just find find it very interesting. And, and when I really sat down and gave it a lot of thought, I thought, you know, they're not making historical documentaries. They're not trying to, you know, tell how it was in a historical period. They're just telling a story. And they, they liked some aspects. We'll use uh, what I did see of Bridgerton as examples here. Uh, the show Bridgerton itself takes place during what's known in Britain as the Regency. You know, it's that period of, the, of Georgian England before it starts transitioning into the Victorian era. And so a number of things are starting to change. Where the author made his changes was that uh, King, the King George of his story fell in love with, an, with a black woman and elevated her to queen. And so various peoples of color were able to be promoted up into the ranks of the nobility, so the idea of having you know, having a black man as a duke and having an Asian woman just being a kind of the middle class of society didn't stand out, at least in the book. The show itself really didn't uh, really didn't do itself any favors by not showing the audience this. Because it, it ended up with a great deal of confusion. In fact, the first two episodes, my wife and I were kind of staring at each other going, uh, that isn't historically accurate. That didn't happen. What the hell's going on? It was that lack of explanation that was really bothering both of us. But once I've delved into it and figured out what was going on, then it's like, oh, I get it now. This is what they're doing. This is what the source material dictated. I get it. I understand. I still don't like it. I found, I found the writing to be subpar. I found a number of the characters to be incredibly irritating. Like I said, vapid and flat. 
I didn't find much. What I did see, I didn't find much to really, you know, enjoy. So, there's that. If you're, if you were hoping that I was going to be a huge fan of this thing, you know, no. <laughs> no, I'm not. You know, I've, I've watched Downton Abbey and it's, and it's, portrayal of the Edwardian period of England, and it's like, well, you know, it's accurate. I'm not that interested in the, you know, society of upstairs-downstairs. I really don't care. You know, look, it's very British, very very full of drama. And there's a time and place. But when that's its mainstay, it's historically accurate drama. I, I don't really care. I'm, I'm, I'm rambling a bit, but I wanted to kind of, not so much justify, but clarify really what it is that got me thinking. And I had, and when I looked it up and saw that it was a book, all of a sudden it was just like, oh, and we hand-waved all of the historical anachronisms and historical inaccuracies right away. And I actually had to sit back a moment and think about that and go, well, why did I do that? It, I wouldn't have done this with any other major film. Why would I do it now once I realized that the source material was the one that had set the pace and tone and everything about this world? It was the fact of the matter that I, I realized it was an author who created this, and they were just going off the source material that immediately changed, started making me think about this. Well, why? And that's how I came to this conclusion, and that's when I also realized, as I was sitting down to think and had this, you know, change of mind, that's when I remembered I had done an early episode on the historical accuracy in films, and that I was, yes, I was for it, and yes, maybe not. It was just kind of half and half, really. I was, I, I understood, I had heard the arguments from both sides, and I understood both sides of the argument, and I appreciated them, but as I looked at it, it's like, nah, now, now I look at it, it's just like, no, honestly, it, if it's ma being made for entertainment, just telling stories, then why can't it take, you know, liberties? It can. What the hell's the difference? If it's trying to accurately portray a historical event, then, then we have something to discuss, because that's when it needs to be historically accurate if you want to tell a true historical accounting. Well, well, that's the long and the short of it, anyway. Now, I hope this revision clarifies my thoughts on an old subject. Now, uh, before I go, I just want to ask all of you, if you would, if you like the show, to give it a rating on whatever platform you're listening to the show on. It helps the show, and it helps me know what shows you guys like, and encourages me to do more on that subject. And... Of course, thank you for listening to the show. I appreciate all of you.
Well, that's it for me for today, and it's time to close up the shed. But I will see y'all next time.